Good morning from MPB Think Radio. This is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jay White in for Jason Klein with Del Moore from Affordable Solutions 601. Jeff Sammons from Houseworks is out today. He'll be back next week. But our guest today is Timmy McClendon from AC Remedies. Have you ever had a washing machine full of water and dirty clothes and it just won't run? Or maybe an ice dispenser that doesn't dispense ice. I know I have. Or have you had an air conditioner that just won't blow cold? Let's talk about which appliance is giving you the most trouble today and see if we can get that machine back spinning, draining, cleaning, freezing, or whatever it is supposed to do to work like it should. Send your comments and your experiences to us this morning. You can call 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Fix It 101 is coming up after the news on Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. You're listening to Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. To call the show, dial 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or email fixit101 at mpbonline.org. This is MPB Think Radio. Welcome back. It is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jay White in for Jason Klein on this Wednesday morning. Uh, I hope for many of you it feels as Monday as it does for me. If not, I apologize for rubbing it in. Uh, Probably the two guys in this room. Um, This is the Home Improvement Show to help you do it yourself. Again, I'm Jay in for Jason Delmore from Affordable Solutions 601 is in studio with us. Jeff Sammons from Houseworks is out this week. And our guest today is Timmy McClendon from AC Remedies uh, back in the studio. How's it going, man? You doing all right? Tired. I, I was... I said, is it a, is it a busy time for you? We're we're starting to get into the the middle of the summer. I'm 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 uh, thinking about buying stock at Red Bull. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, yeah I can, I can be right beside you on that count right there, uh, for sure. In fact, my wife, um, she she got on me onto me so much about it that now we just buy it from Sam's. That's about by the case, man. <laughs> yeah, and uh, she she showed to me in math terms what we would save if we just bought them all at once. And I was like, oh, well, yeah, I see what you're saying now, maybe. What's more? A box may have come in from Amazon with (laughs) Red Bull cans in it. But that's not what we're talking about today. We've got Timmy in studio from AC Remedies to talk about uh, your appliances that are on the blink. Uh, you got that washing machine full of water and dirty clothes, and it just won't turn. Or maybe it's turning, but it's hopping around and making that weird sound and... Uh, waking you up in the middle of the night, doing all that jumping and banging against the wall and everything else. Uh, no, I've done I've done that before. Maybe you've got an ice dispenser that doesn't dispense ice. I have that currently. Uh, <laughs> maybe you have an air conditioner that just won't blow cold, and that's the worst um, here in uh, the deep south. Let's talk about which appliance is giving you the most trouble today and see if we can't get that machine spinning, draining, cleaning, sitting still, freezing, or uh, whatever it should be doing. The number to call today is one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. You can send us an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. That's fixit101 
at mpbonline.org. And again, the number is 877-672-7464. That's 1-877-MPB-RING. Dale, good morning. How's it going, man? Oh, great, man. Did you did you uh did you do some some extra work? Oh, did you take the fourth holiday to do more work or uh maybe assign more work to people, get some some extra time in, get some more work done or did you did you pull back a little bit and relax? This time I decided to just pull back. Everybody went on vacation. So I decided I said, "Well, guys, um there's nothing for us to do but join them." And we um took that this time to um just relax a little and clean the shop and get ready for the new start. Nazik is sometimes just cleaning the shop. It's, it's, it's nice to just uh, to be able to do that. Maintenance the tools and have everything sharp and ready. I'm having to do that right now. Having to reorganize the uh, not the not the junk drawer closet, <laughs> but um, kind of like that storage closet mm-hmm. where all your. I mean, if you don't have a big like a big layout with like you know. Uh, oh, you got to keep it in order. Yeah, it, if you don't have the, the the tool boxes and everything, the rolling tool boxes and and the tables and everything like that, which I you know I hope to eventually have, but right now it's just that closet on the side of the garage where everything kind of gets oh, shoved man. in. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have a garage, but I got a closet in my carport. There you go. That's that it's the same thing. Yeah, it's it's pure madness. <laughs> All right, so today talking about uh, the appliances. That aren't uh, appliancing, so to speak. Uh, Timmy, man, what's the one that y'all deal with maybe the most, or is there a handful? Yeah, there's always a handful, man. But most of the time, you know, this time of year is always air conditioner. You know, mm-hmm. ice makers, you know, and refrigerators, man. I mean, that's always your culprits. <laughs> you know, you'll get you'll get a dryer. Dryer is real easy to fix most of the time. But washing machines, they're horrible. I ran across honestly the first one that I've <laughs> I've ran across in a long time. Where I mean, it was like a probably like a early 90 model, you know, late 80s, something like that. It was older when it was for a guy at my church named Dennis Sandford. And, uh, <laughs> and I mean, it has seen his better days. They rode that thing out. They got the mon- their money's yeah. worth. They finally went over there. Transmission was gone in that joker. And I was like, <laughs> I'm sorry, bud. It's over. You know? <laughs> I said, I, ain't, I mean, if you find a part for it, it's going to be expensive. You know? Yeah. But he, uh, he had to go get him another one. Dale, you were talking about, uh, we got into the discussion during the, the news break about how uh, technology has changed appliances. Appliances used to be a textile thing. You know, it used to be uh, machinery and, and yes. heavy stuff and, and things that worked by mechanism. Now it's all technology, man. Yes, the smart uh, phones, smart dryers, smart washers, the uh, smart stoves. All of that, man. Um, my aunt, she just bought a new stove. Um, she had the last one for 25 years. I mean, flawless biscuits, cornbread, <laughs> everything. Thanksgiving dinner's no problem. And right before the 4th, her stove just blacked out. I mean, we're not used to this. The stove, you know, people come over to eat biscuits and things that she cooked. And I noticed the lights went on on the stove, and it was kind of a sad moment. And she said she was work- she was waiting on the repair, the service guy. And, you know, that gives you hope. You think, well, he's going to come out and fix it. He came in immediately, let us know. He's just here to take the money and put the order in for the parts. And I was like, oh, what are we going to do about cornbread and biscuits? <laughs> right. He's like, uh, the parts will be in next Friday, and I can put them in Monday after that. Now, usually what? when people talk about this, it's, it's, a, it's a heartbreaking deal. But if y'all can see Dale's face right now, it looks like he's been to coming to tears, man. man. A week without those biscuits, man, and that cornbread? <laughs> oh, I was sick. Oh, man. And then she she went into the store. She was like, I paid good money for this stove, and my last one lasted 25 years with no problem. 
And I thought about what Timmy said. I said, well, it's got a hard drive. <laughs> and everything with a hard drive so goes out now. You said this the old one lasted 25 years. No problem. Biscuits on time, cornbread on time, everything was just <laughs> right. Cakes, pies, she's the one that bakes it. probably wasn't anything wrong with it. She just wanted it to upgrade. It wasn't. She, she wanted, wanted to upgrade because she remodeled the house. And That's, she wanted new appliances. I was like, go. you should have kept those old. And this new one, it's going to the blink twice in a year? It, less than two years, the uh, serviceman has been out. And the dryer also, she had the new, all the new appliances. Everything that you said, Tim, is true. Mm. The dryer went out. Um, he came and fixed it. And then she called another guy to come behind him because he only partially fixed it and went right back out in less than a day that he fixed it and me another guy came and changed the part so i'm like wow this is really starting to be a trend and i thought about it i said maybe we should look on youtube and see who else is having the problem to see if this is a bad product because the stove doesn't have no sensors no safety devices like it works and then it don't work that's it it's either work or it don't <laughs> it's and, got an and, error and code talk about expensive um you know and yeah. it's, it's no it just goes out with no one i'm like the, the clock is working. You get ready to preheat it, and then boom, it's over. Like, what are we going to do now? <laughs> right. It's got error code. You got to Google. Yeah, and then <laughs> the guy even like came that. out with his phone taking pictures of the, uh, the the numbers and codes. I'm like, he don't even know what to do. <laughs> That's not good when that happens. Yeah, I'm like, right, we can't call Tim. I knew it was a holiday. I said, he's booked up. Now, we don't want to be uh, the old man down the road shaking our, our fist at this technology because a lot of it is awesome, and a lot of it does work. If you've got those stories, you can certainly call us. But our lines are full right now mm-hmm. uh, if you're getting a busy <laughs> signal. Uh, wait just a moment and give us a call at 877-MPB-RING. If you want to maybe take a quicker route and you don't have time to wait, fix it. 101 at mpbonline.org is our email address. Let's start it off in Osaka with Kathleen. Kathleen, good morning. Now, normally I have a tip or normally I have some constructive criticism. Mm-hmm. But guess what? Today I've got a problem. Now, I've got a refrigerator. It's only four and a half, five years old. <laughs> I don't want the technology anymore. <laughs> Had a repairman come in. We changed out the fan and the uh, compressor. And what happened when it started to go bad, the bottom went bad first and lost all that food. So when I bought food, the top was still working. I needed to eat, so I bought food, cooked it, put it in the freezer. Figured that'll hold me till the repairman can get here. Lo and behold, that reasoning didn't work out because then the freezer broke and I lost my food again. Now I've got... The face of the, say if you're looking at the refrigerator freezer, it's just a two-door standard freezer on top. There's a hot spot on the frame of the freezer part, one hand up from the handle that's hot, and two hands in on the bottom of the, the plate there that was hot. Now, living out in the country, I worry about it burning or catching fire. Is that overreacting or nervous or crazy yeah you know i mean i always come across stuff like this but you know that door on that thing this made to to have some heat to it it's actually got a little heater in the in the edges of the door that way it won't never freeze freeze up a lot of times you open the door up and it'll stick real hard because you've got a lot of ice that built up around there well that that warm door is keeping that thing from sticking and freezing up so, you know, if it's getting too hot now, I mean, I'd definitely try to call somebody and, and let them know. But, I mean, it, it, it shouldn't be, you know, it should be warm like a, you know, I don't I don't really know how to describe warm to you. But, I mean, just like, almost like pulling clothes out of the dryer, you know, just warm. Okay. So, if there's a heater there, correct? Yes, ma'am. 
At least I know what I'm talking about. And as far as being a curmudgeon about the technology, I'm online for that. All you need in a washer is a toggle switch. High, low, medium, warm, hot, cold. Yes. Little load, big, medium load, big load. I'm and you don't you. need buzzers and stuff telling you they're going to get wrinkled if you don't take them out. We know. <laughs> Uh, that's true. Good day. All right. Thanks a lot, Kathleen. Thanks for starting us off today. One eight seven seven MPB ring is the number. One eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. You can email us. Fix it one hundred one at mpbonline dot org. In just a moment, we're going to go to Roger and Florence and Earl and Greenwood. But right now, we've got Latasha, who is in Jackson. Good morning. How's it going? Uh, pretty good. How about yourself? Doing great. Thanks for calling. Yeah, I'm calling because. Um, Sometime last year, I went on one of those garage sale groups on Facebook, and someone had a washer and dryer for sale. And I was like, okay, cool, you know, needed one. So bought the washer and dryer. Dryer works fabulous. However, uh, the washing machine is a HE machine. Mm-hmm. Now, I grew up with standard washers. You know, you just press the button, it turns on, and, you know, it does what it's supposed to do, and that's it. I- I'm not used to this. Um, it goes into this sensing mode. And sometimes it'll sit in that mode for like one to two hours before it even starts the cycle. So I'm trying to figure out how to speed this thing up. Uh, you know, you, you never seen the 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 show Home Improvement. You know, Tim Taylor says, you know, it just needs more power. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you wish there was a way to, to do that. Um, you know, it sounds like, is it a sensing mode like it's waiting? To, yeah. Is it ever dumping water into the uh, into the drum? Eventually, yes. But it won't do it right off the bat? Oh, no, no. It, it'll just sit there like, okay, what do I do next? Uh, you know, and I'm like, just wash, for God's sake. You know, I'm waiting. Yeah. It's yeah. not water filling up. Or it's, it's just sitting there like, doesn't know what to do. Yeah, it sounds like that could be a board issue, you know. Okay. Um, usually when that thing, you know, as soon as you cut the switches on, you know, and it, it lights up and says, okay, I'm ready to wash, the first thing it's going to do is dump water in that in that drum so it, it may be some sort of a timing problem you know those those boards have timers in them just like your timer okay. on your watch or timer on anything you know i mean it can fail just like anything else you know mm-hmm. but um it i wish there was a way you can stick some more power and grunt you know <laughs> okay. okay, well, that's helpful. Thank you. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Well, Tasha, we appreciate it. Thanks for calling uh, from the Jackson area. one eight seven seven mpb ring is the number, one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. You can email us, fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Broken appliances, the uh, topic of today's show. I'm Jay White, and for Jason, Del Moore is to my right, your left, and we have Timmy McClendon from AC Remedies in the studio with us. Roger is next in Florence. Roger, thanks for calling. How's it going? Hey, Roger, you there? Yeah. Hey, how's it going, man? Okay. Got an old freezer. Uh, it's a Kenmore. I have an even older Sears. Uh, this is a refrigerator, you know, with a top freezer and the bottom refrigerator part. The older one, worked fine until I put it in the basement and replaced it, and I don't use that that ice maker anymore. But the one that's sort of interim age, I don't know how old it is, it works fine, except that the ice maker in the freezer, same looking, looks like the same piece of equipment, but it may be a different age, leaks. 
and it drips water back in the back of the ice tray so that instead of ice cubes, you get a big mass of ice, you know. Yeah. And uh, so I'm wondering if I could take out the old non-using, the one I'm not using, the ice maker, and swap it out. A lot of those the thing to do. Yeah, a lot of those are the same ice makers. Um, you know, you can look, uh, take the one out of the one that you got in the basement, you know, make sure the screw holes are the exact same, make sure the plugs are the exact same. And, I mean, if it's the same one, then take it out stick it in there. I mean, a lot of times it winds up being a filling problem, you know, when it starts putting ice or water in the tray itself. If the refrigerator may not be leveled or something like that, I mean, it could easily dip over the edge and then drain out. What's yeah. happening? I think although know. the refrigerator is level, but uh, right. That's what that that is when the I think when the water is. Uh, well, I don't know when it's dripping. Yep. Well, anyway, is there any tip about taking one out? It's usually that? only uh, two screws at the very top of those old styles. Um, it's got but two how do screws. You plug it from the water source and the electricity source. Well, yeah, well, the uh, electricity source is nothing but a little white or clear Molex plug. You just get a little clip on it and just pop it off. And the water's not even hooked up to it. The water comes in like a little trough in the very back of that freezer. So it's not even hooked up to the water. Oh, so yep. you don't have to unplug that tube or anything. Mm-mm. No. Well, just, that may be where the trouble is, yep. back there where the trough comes in. You know, it could be because I've seen it where that tube, you know, will wind up freezing up, you know, yep. the, the where the water comes out, and it almost makes a little dam on it. So then it's going to run over the top, and then it spills everywhere. And that could be the problem. Well, maybe mm-hmm. if I take the one out that's, that's that's freezing up, you know. Yep. I may be able to find out what the problem is there. Put it back in and see if it works. Yep. If it's the same plug, if you can unplug it and plug it right back in, then it's, it's the same exact one. And if it's not the same one, it won't have the same plug. Don't try to <laughs> hardwire it in or anything like that. But it, it, should, it should be the same. Most of them are the same. All right, Roger, we appreciate the call from Florence this morning. If uh, you need any further help, send us an email, fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We can follow up with you there. Up next before our first break is Earl calling from the Delta and Greenwood. What's going on, Earl? How are you doing this morning? Hey, Earl, you there? Yes. Hey, what's going on, man? Oh, man, can't call it. How you doing? Good, man. Thanks for calling in. Good. I uh, have a GE washer or what it does is... Um, <clears throat> it feels with water. It goes until you feel it spin, and then once it gets uh, the water in, it goes to wash, but it'll set still, and it does not agitate. And uh, I was trying to find out, is it uh, basically in the control board or uh, maybe another problem because it'll just sit there, and, and what it'll do, you can take it 20 minutes or so, you can put it on spin, and spin the water out real good, and, and that's it. And you can go back through the same cycle again at uh, the water will run in and sit still, and that's it. I had one once, a GE, but it had a time on it, and what I did, I ended up changing the lid, lid switch on it, and it and it started functioning well. But this uh, this kind here where I'm talking about now, it has the uh, where you feel and go to the wash mode. Mm-hmm. It, just, it just sits there. Is it a front load style? Uh, no, it's a, it's a yeah, top load. Okay. Uh, so usually the lid switch is the problem, but it sounds like the lid switch isn't necessarily a problem on this. This could be a timer issue. When the timer goes bad, <clears throat> sometimes it won't make a complete rotation or start, you know, ticking, you know, for the time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if it ever gets hung up and then, you know, eventually clicks over, you know, it'll mm-hmm. it'll just delay the time. So it sounds like it might be a timer. Okay, this this one has the uh actually the control board 
it don't have a timer. What it has, where you just sit it on medium or light or extra light, and, and that's it. So I guess you have to you have to replace the whole system on the inside of that. Yeah, maybe the board at that point. Yep. Most of the time, they're just big old timers. I mean, I, you know, if it's a top load style, I hadn't run into one that had a board on it. But uh, okay, let me ask you the last, last question. I had that one that had a shifter that that uh, where they did the same thing, replaced the shifter. But do this type of GE have a shifter? What what what, what do you mean by shifter? It's a it's a well on a, like a Kimmo. It's a little thing up under the bottom by the motor. It's a little shifter. You change that out. And uh, and it operated. It did the same thing. It was once, uh, but it was the Kimmo, so it did the same thing. Water ran in and didn't didn't do nothing. Changed the little shift out to the little black, the little black round box like up on it, and I changed it out and it started operating. Must have a lot of some kind of electronic right deal on there that that switches the um, that switches it in like a spinning mode or something. Yes. E, I don't know if yours gonna have that. Does it have it? No, I don't think no. This GE don't have it. Yeah, then it's it's probably going to end up being that board then. All yeah, right. If it's if it's sitting still, you know, waiting and kind of taking its own time, I mean, something's going on with the timing. Oh, okay, good deal then. Well, I'll uh, I'll check that out then. I sure appreciate. Yes, that. sir. All right, Earl. We appreciate the call this morning from Greenwood. We'll take our first break now. The number to call is one eight seven seven MPB ring. That's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. You can email us fixit one oh one at mpbonline.org. I am Jay White in for Jason Klein this morning, and uh, we're talking about broken appliances here. We have Timmy McClendon from AC Remedies in the house with us, and of course, Del Moore from Affordable Solutions 601 is taking cracks at your problems as well. We'll uh, talk to Relani in Hattiesburg and Charles from Greenville when we come back. This is MPB Think Radio. standing member of MPB Think Radio. We appreciate your support of our programs. To become a sustainer, go to mpbonline.org. Welcome back. Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. Thanks for listening on this Wednesday morning. I'm Jay, and for Jason, we have uh, Del Moore from Affordable Solutions 601. In the house this morning, Timmy McClendon from AC Remedies is here as well, talking about broken appliances and uh, uh, and air, uh, air conditioning. That's what I was just told in my ear, not so subtly by our producer java <laughs> to emphasize so forget all the other things i was talking about and stuff and if you have broken air conditioners email us and call us now let's go to the phones and we've got uh, ray Loney from hattiesburg how's it going this morning it's going well and thank you for taking my call absolutely i have a commercial quality super capacity five cycle three temp whirlpooled Front load dryer that is no longer heating. 
Mm. It runs. Uh, it, it does all the little cycles, but it's not heating. Is it worth replacing whatever or just buy a new one? Definitely, definitely need to, you know, get a uh, get a part for it. Most of the time on dryers, the parts on are really, really cheap. When I, I say cheap, I mean, I guess I, I'm speaking for myself, but I mean, you know, you, sometimes you can get a heating element for 100 bucks. Mm-hmm. It can be a fuse or something like that going in them. But when's the last time you had your dryer hose cleaned? Dryer hose? Yes, ma'am. Or going outside? Yes, ma'am. A while. <laughs> that's probably that's, that may be what it is. A lot of times when that uh, that dryer hose gets clogged up, yes. it can't move the air through there good enough. So basically, it just kind of sits dormant in there and heats that uh, that element up. It can either burn the element out or burn the the limit switch out. Um, oh, I so, do not want a fire. I don't want anything burning. <laughs> oh no, it's never a good thing. But you know that that's definitely probably your problem. You know, you just need a good dryer vent. You know, cleaning and then get okay. that part for it. It's definitely you know affordable at that point. It's not worth going out and buying another six seven hundred dollar dryer. You guys are great. Thank you so much. Thank you. Well, we appreciate the call from Hattiesburg this morning. Uh, 877-MPB-RING is the number, 877-672-7464. Fixit101 at mpbonline.org is the email address. All right, now we're on our way to Greenville, where Charles is. Charles, thanks for calling in. How you doing? Good, good. Thanks for calling. Okay, the reason I'm calling, I want to give a, a suggestion to the people who are having trouble with HE washers. I bought one myself back here about three or four months ago. And the problem I was having was 50% of the problem was me not being familiar with how HE washers work. And 50% of the other uh, half of the problem was there was something wrong with the washer. But I learned two things. Went to YouTube and found some videos. Now, the washer, like I said, not being familiar with how the new washers work, didn't seem like it was putting enough water in there. Like the lady said, it looked like it was taking forever. And then it looked like it was mixed up. It was confused. It was putting hot water in when I had it on cold. It was just all kind of little problems. And I was just about ready to load that sucker back up and take it back to the store when I went on YouTube and I found two things. First thing I found is how to reset a HE washer. I guarantee you if this is something that people should try before they call anybody or before they take them back like I was ready to do. Uh, put you, go to how to reset a AT washer and put your brand in. There are a lot of videos there. Now I had a rope, and what it did, it told, it, it showed me how to reset it. It simply put you, you, you take the timer button and you set it straight up uh, where it's like uh, twelve and six, and it had me to take it back, take it to the right one time, uh, almost like opening a safe, right, left, right, left. And then after you do that uh, three or four times, all the lights will start blinking. Mm. Now, when all the lights start blinking, turn it to rest. And when you turn it to rest, it resets. Now, that was for the roper. Your brand might be different because I actually did it on another one. I actually had a similar problem. I bought another one later for my daughter, and it it had the same problem. It was acting up, too. Did it for a Maytag, and it it, it worked. Everything in there reset. And it's not working perfectly. All those, all those brands are basically the same, you know, by the, made by the same company. You got Roper G, Whirlpool, Maytag's now G product. Hmm. Yep. So yeah, that that would. So every now and then they need a reset. 
Yeah, I'll just take a hammer to it. <laughs> <laughs> a little banging up. All right, Charles, man, we appreciate uh, the tip there right there. Thanks for calling from Greenville this morning. One eight seven seven mpb ring is the number, one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. And you can uh, email us, fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Broken appliances, specifically air conditioners, is what we're talking about this morning. And uh, I have uh, Dell Moore from Affordable Solutions 601 here in the studio. Timmy McClendon from AC Remedies here as well. Washers, dryers, refrigerators, dishwashers, um, ice makers in the refrigerator, all kinds of stuff we're getting to today. Fred has called from Waveland. What's going on, Fred? How are you doing this morning? I'm doing fine. How are you all doing? Doing excellent. Thanks for calling. I've got a Bosch dishwasher. Y'all may be able to answer for me that the uh, it uh, comes on, and I've checked the uh, drain line to make sure that's not clogged up. Uh, it comes on fine, but it doesn't sound like it's pumping water. Is uh, That thing's 10 years old. Is it worth having, pulling it out and having that, that uh, pump replaced, which I guess is what these problems Man. I'm surprised you've had that thing ten years. I really am. Now he said. Now he said uh, brand X. Not gonna repeat it. But when when he said that, you just shook you head shook your head, head and you giggled. They'll giggle. <laughs> and Timmy shook his it head. Is, yeah, it is a uh, <clears throat> that that is a, amazing. That thing lasted that long. Oh, you really? know, yeah, those they're not good brands at all. Um, That's supposed to be a high-end brand. It is, man. It's just like Samsung and LG. I mean, they name it the high-end brand, too. But, I mean, they are horrible. Um, so you, your suggestion is just pull it out and put a new one Yeah, man, I would. I mean, it's just me personally. Well, I, I say I, I take that back. Now, I can fix, you know, most of the stuff myself. But, you know, I mean, if it's giving me just headache after headache after headache, then, yeah, I, I go ahead and get rid of it. Well, I guess I'll just pull it out and take it to somebody and have them look at it. And, and, and if they tell me it's going to cost <clears throat> well, I'll just fix it. I'll just get another one. Yeah, on the on the if you look at the bottom, um, sometimes I can't remember. I don't know exactly what brand of the one you have, but they have a like a little, um, like a clip that you can pop the front of the the pump off, and a lot of times a lot of junk will get built up in that pump, and well, it'll from the inside of the unit or from the outside? from the outside. In other words, I got to pull it out. Yeah, well, you take that bottom cover off, and sometimes you can see it staring at you. Um, okay. But yeah, if you can look at it, I think you can pop the clip off, pull the front of that uh, that pump housing off, and if it's got uh-huh. a bunch of junk in there, then that's probably your problem. Uh, if it doesn't, and just say like you tried to run it, you know, and it should be pumping water. If you don't feel that thing vibrating, and you know that it's not running, then it could be a a board problem. If you feel it running and it's not pumping, but you can tell that it's trying to come on, that's a pump problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I would uh, pull the thing off the bottom and do a little looking under there and see what I can yeah. do. Then go yeah. From there. Just remember, if you feel vibration coming off that pump, but it's just not pumping, it's either you know jammed up with a bunch of junk, or the pump seized up. And you need to get another pump. You know yeah, that it, that pump it, could be expensive. You know, it just depends on which one it is. Yeah. If it is, it is jammed up with junk, can I get can I clean it out? Yeah. From, from from down there? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, that might help. Now, I appreciate you guys. Yes, sir. Fred, we appreciate the call from Waveland this morning. All right. Let's see. Uh, up next is Gladys, who is calling us from Jackson this morning. Gladys, what's going on? Good morning. Good morning. Uh, I have air conditioner units in my windows. Um, about 10 years ago, we had them cleaned by someone I think was coming by 
I guess they saw them and said, you know, they they could clean them, and they did a good job. They take them out, take them out in the yard and wash them or whatever. Uh, is there anybody doing that these days? Yes, ma'am. I've got a, a name. Of a, can I say a name on here? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, you can you can call a guy named Mike Berry. Mike. Yeah, Mike Berry. Yeah, B B E R Y. Okay. Or maybe B A R. I can't remember. He's just a good friend of mine, <laughs> and he does he does those deals. He'll pull them out, clean them out, and all that stuff. Um, you should be able to Google his name and, and pull his number up. I'm not sure if I can say his number on here. I don't know if we should go that far. That's always a slippery slope. I'm not sure. Yeah. But anyway, uh, what's his name again? Mike Berry. All right. There you go. Gladys, we appreciate the call this morning. All right. Uh, let's take a quick break here. When we come back, we'll go down to the bay and talk to Mel. And uh, we'll take your calls and your emails as well. We've got a couple lines open, really, for the first time in the show. So if you've got a broken appliance that you're looking at or cursing at or hitting with a hammer or whatever it is, Give us a call. See if we can help you hit it. 877-MPB-RING, 877-672-7464 is the number. You can email us, fixit101 at mpbonline.org. This is Fixit 101 on MPB Think Radio. For the arts and music is MPB Music Radio. From classical to bluegrass and everything in between, MPB Music Radio has a sound for every ear. For information on where to find MPB Music Radio, visit mpbonline.org. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jay White in for Jason Klein this morning. And uh, we have Del Moore from Affordable Solutions 601 here in the studio. We are uh, wel- welcoming and guest Timmy McClendon from AC Remedies. Jeff Sammons from Houseworks is out this week. He'll be back in the studio a week from today. We're talking about broken appliances, air conditioners uh, specifically, but also washers, dryers, refrigerators, uh, dishwashers, um, ice makers, whatever it is that you have that's electronic in your house and it's not working right. Give us a call, 601-995. That's the wrong number. one eight seven seven mpb ring one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. 7464 Too many jobs. <laughs> Fixit101 at mpbonline.org is the email. As promised, we go down to the Bay, Bay St. Louis, where Mel is. What's going on, Mel? You there with us, Mel? Hello, good morning. Hey, how's it going? All right, fine. Thank you. How are you? Doing good. Okay, I'm probably going to lose the signal, so real quick, I've just been getting hotter. The air conditioner runs all day, and so I'll turn it up to 82 or 84, but it continues to run. So is there something I need to do differently or something I could do? You said it's just not cooling good during the day. Oh, it cools fine. It just keeps running. 
even though I turn it up higher and higher, it just continues to run. Right. What, what do you say the, the the run periods are? I mean, how do you th- how long do you think it's running before it turns off? Oh, at least an hour, maybe. <laughs> like an hour. Yeah, well, no, that's, that's a good thing. I mean, a lot of people, they, they think, oh, I don't want it running all day long, but it's actually a good thing that it's running that long. Oh. Yeah, whenever it runs, I mean, you're trying to cool your house and you're trying to dehumidify your house at the same time. So the longer that unit runs, the more humidity it's going to pull out, which is the higher temperature you can actually keep your house. The less humidity, the higher the temperature. So if you're like a 70 person, if you like it 70 degrees and you're used to 65% humidity, if that thing runs for a good long while and actually brings the humidity down to like 55, you may feel that you can run it at 73, you know. And feel comfortable. And I, I feel your pain in Bay St. Louis. We go alligator hunting down there the last couple of years, <laughs> and it is nasty, humid out there. Right. It is bad. I wait, Maybe the concern is that, it, you know, maybe you're running your electric bill through the roof because yeah. it's running all day. Is there a way? I mean, to, you know, maybe you set it automatically yeah. to run once it bumps up to a certain temperature, and then yeah. it runs for a while and then turns off. Yeah, they have, they have programmable thermostats you can put in for that, that very reason. You know, if you wanted to go higher during the day, you know, and then, you know, cooler back at night or something like that, you can set it on four different time periods. But a lot of times just having that unit cleaned and serviced, you know, the outdoor unit cleaned, that'll help bring the electricity bill down a pretty good bit. Oh, okay. <clears throat> you know, I mean, it, when that, that outdoor unit gets stopped up with dirt and dust and everything else, I mean, that runs your amp draw up, which is going to initially run your energy bill up. How often should you have those things checked? And I try to tell people to do it at least once a year. And like... I mean, it's kind of late in the game now. Uh, here we are, at the never beginning of late. July. Yeah, never too late. This, but I mean, this but is if the time. you were trying to get out in front of it, what's the time when you like have the AC checked? Yeah, mid When you're heading into winter, what time is the best to have the, yeah. the heater checked? Mid spring is a good time to go ahead and just get it knocked out. I mean, if you're looking, you know, like this year. I mean, our spring started in February, so I mean, you know, you would want to get it done sometime in February, or March. Yeah. You know? But yeah, that's usually a good time, and then the winter time, you know, it's always hard to tell. But late September, you know, maybe the next month, yeah, somewhere in that area, you need know, to get the heater checked out before you're in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. But that's uh, that's always uh, the best one, yeah. right there. All right, up next is Travis, who is calling from Jackson. Good morning, Travis. How's it going? All right, how you doing? Good. Thanks for calling. All right, I had two questions. One, I have a portable AC unit. Uh, that I use temporarily sometimes when I'm having problems with my central air. And it doesn't cool completely. And I have two of them. One doesn't get cold. And I'm wondering whether you could recharge that. And uh, the second thing is I have a, a Kenmore dishwasher at over only about a couple of years old. And it leaks water from the bottom uh, sometimes when I turn it on. And I was just wondering what I need to do to fix both of those, whether or not you could charge the portable air conditioning unit or and the uh, leaking dishwasher. Uh, the portable air conditioning unit, man, I've honestly, I've never worked on one. You know, I, most of the time when people buy one of those things, of course, working, they just chunk it. But, you know, I, I've never, never put my hands on one. I really couldn't tell you on that. You know, I'm sure you can recharge it. In I, some cases, you know, they have the, the Levan there, or you can put a... Um, a, little, a feed valve where you can charge mm-hmm. them, but like you said, if it's just a small unit, it sounds like it's probably not going to be a freon thing. There, it sounds it sounds like that compressor's not coming on. You know, it should cool some. 
you know, if it had a small leak in it or something like that, unless it just blew all the refrigerant out of it. But usually you'll know, you know, like if it's steadily declining. I mean, if it's mm-hmm. cooling good one day, the next day not so good, the next day not even close. You know, you've seen a, a decline, but um it sounds like something's not turning on like it's supposed to. You're talking about a, like a window unit, right? Yeah, it's, it's basically all And they are a big unit. fire risk. When they start freezing up and um, not responding right, they, um, they're quick to just... Um, kind of be a fire hazard as far as your washing machine goes um depending is it a top load it's a dishwasher it's a dishwasher i thought it's a washing machine um most of the time on those it winds up being a little hose um they're hooked up to the back of the pump or the front of the pump Uh it'll have a crack in it i've seen the corrugated hoses and i've seen some good heavy duty hoses but if it's a corrugated hose it's probably got a pinhole in there Okay, and I could easily, once I pull it out, I can see it and replace that myself. Yeah, well, I mean, you may not be able to see the pinhole. You need to pop that that cover off the bottom of it, take a flashlight, look under there, turn it on, and watch it. You know, you'll you'll be able to see it, I mean, wherever it's leaking from. And if it winds up being a hose, man, you can go up there to a store. You know, they got one in Jackson that sells appliance parts, and um, you can go up there and grab you a part. Okay. You just need, uh-huh. that, you just need that model number on that dishwasher. All right. Thank you very much. Yes, sir. All right, Travis, we appreciate the call from Jackson. Uh, got a couple of open lines right now, really, for the first time in the show. You can call us and uh, get in here pretty quick. one eight seven seven mpb ring is the number. That's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. You can email us, fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We've got Timmy McClendon from AC Remedies in studio, Del Moore. Uh, from Affordable Solutions 601 is here. Jeff Sammons will be back next week from Houseworks. I am in for Jason Klein uh, this week. He'll be back next week. And we're talking about broken appliances today. If you got questions about uh, your air conditioner, washer, dryer, refrigerator, dishwasher, uh, ice maker, uh, whatever it is that uh, is on the blink that has to do with the appliances in your house. Give us a call. The number 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Up next on the phones is Jay from Jackson. Jay, what's going on, man? Thanks for calling. Hello. How are you this morning? Good, good. My problem is I have a a Kenmore um, electric uh, range, and it's, it's getting too hot. Matter of fact, now, I got this range... Uh, I got this range because my other GE range would not get hot enough. And so I saw this at a, at a, at a savage place, and it looked just like my range. So I, I purchased it, and I got it home. It, it, uh, that range did not have an outlet card. So I cut the card off of the, the GE and put it on the Kenmore. The Kenmore now gets, gets super hot, no adjustment in between. It just get hot, hot, and hotter. Yeah, that could be two different problems. Um, one is most of those have a little thermistor inside there. Either that thermistor is going bad, or it's basically like a thermostat, or your your knob is going bad. Okay. Um, you know, where 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 can I locate the thermostat? The th- the thermistor. If you look inside there. Um, it should be like a little metal rod. It's usually brass or silver looking, and uh, if you can see that, it's got like a little two, like a little wire kind of thing coming off of it. Okay. And if you find that, that's going to be it. You okay. Have to, you usually have to pull it out, you know, 
uh, take the cover off the back of it. You'll see where it goes in. You can just, you know, take the screw off and then pull it out. Okay. All right, Jay, we appreciate the call this morning. All right, 60, uh, I'm saying it again, one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. I can't wait till I get my cell phone number out on the radio. I may have done that before once. One eight seven seven MPB ring is the number. That's right, Jimmy Butler from the Bulls, giving his uh, well, formerly of the Bulls, giving his cell phone number out in case uh, you had a problem with the situation. You can call us eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Email us fixit one hundred one at mpbonline dot org. Talking about broken appliances this morning. Up next, Dennis and Meridian Kelly and Biloxi hang through this break. We'll get right to you on Fixit one hundred one when we come back on Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jay White in for Jason Klein. Del Moore, Affordable Solutions 601 in the studio this morning. We have Timmy McClendon from AC Remedies and Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. We'll be back with Jason and uh, your regular crew all set next week. Six one eight seven seven. Why do I keep doing that? One eight. It's too much coffee. One eight seven seven MPB ring is the number, but the lines are full, so I'll stop giving out the number. Let's go to Dennis in Meridian. Thanks for hanging on, Dennis. How's it going? Yes. Good morning. We have a chest freezer uh, that's currently being used of uh, only a couple of food items left in it and we really we don't need it anymore uh one of another family members may be going to get it in three months or so should we unplug it and just let it dry out and everything or should we let it keep running i'd probably unplug it and just open that lid up and let it dry all the way out if you decide to shut the lid take like a two by four or something and just put back in between the lid and the, the chest freezer part okay and then that way it can keep airing out because that a lot of mildew and mold and stuff will start growing that thing right. but yeah there's nothing wrong with unplugging it okay thank you very much yes sir all right dennis appreciate the call let's go next to kelly who's in biloxi kelly thanks for calling good morning good morning i have a Kenmore Elite refrigerator um, that was, uh, we had a problem with the freezer side and then really noticed a problem on the cooling side, the refrigerant side. Um, the ice cream wouldn't freeze, things like that. So the repairman came out, they replaced the computer in there, and it's still not working as it should. It's only five years old, and I'm at the point where the, the repair was like five or $600. So what is it, it's even worth getting it serviced again or just going in and get rid of it. Man, I mean, those boards can be expensive. You know, uh, you just got a bad taste of that one. You don't have the service uh, warranty um, agreement? No. Yeah, it has just expired about <clears throat> a couple of months before the guy came out. Oh, I swear, man. they make them just to last, that warranty. But, you know, man, if it's not that board, it's going to be, a, most of the time, a pretty cheap problem. It's got a timer that uh, they can go bad on those things. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and when it goes bad, I mean, it's, it's, it'll sporadically 
cool when it wants to. Um, it could either be that or it could be a switch in there. But the thing is, if you don't have somebody seasoned enough to know kind of what to look for, <clears throat> it may end up costing you more in labor than the actual yeah. part, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's applies that are tough, man. I'm, I've been saying that for years. I mean, it, it can be a brutal game, um, you know, as far as trying to go out somebody's house and say, okay, look, your part's going to cost you $172 and your labor is going to be, you know, somewhere just say 200 bucks. Well, by the time you're done with it, man, it's $400 sunk off in this thing, you know, yeah. and they can go buy another one for, you know, a cheaper one for like a thousand bucks, 800 bucks, something like that. And in my concern, I called another repair company to come. It's a pretty reliable company, and they were like, "What's the brand?" And I told them, they were like, "No, we don't, we don't touch those." So that Man. gave me some some insight and made me think that it, it may be the product itself. And no, no, I mean, don't worth fooling with. Yeah, I don't want you to think about that because I mean, you know, Kenmore, I mean, it's a USA made product. You know, it's, it's a good product. Um, there's certain ones out there that have more issues than others you know i mean anything that says lg samsung on front of it stay away from mm-hmm. but you know your your american-made products like your, your whirlpool g maytag all that stuff that's the ones to stick with the parts are particular they're usually a little bit higher on them mm-hmm. but they they last a lot longer you have less issues with them but the best thing you can do man is you utilize google and just say, okay, is this a good one? And just start looking at the reviews on it. And if people say, look, I've had this thing for three months, I ain't none of problems with it. This other one may get on there and say, I had this thing for five years and it's been working like a gym. And just look at the ratings on there and see see what you can figure out. Because, I mean, most of the time, you know, those American-made ones are going to be better than your, your LGs. I mean, the people that say they like the LGs and the Samsung, they're only saying that after five or six months of having it and they got this cool button on there that lights up the whole stinking refrigerator and shoots sparks out of it and says, hey, congratulations, you know, you, you opened it up kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, so just don't don't think Kenmore is a bad product. You know, just, you know, do your, do your research on the next one you want to buy, you know. All right, Kelly, we appreciate it. we got to run along. Got about a minute and a half left here to go. And we got Peggy from Utica on the line to round us out today. Good morning, Peggy. Good morning. How are you this morning? Good. Thanks for calling. I've got um, a Whirlpool dishwasher, the 18-inch, the smaller one that I've had like 11 years now that works like a dream right up until the latch broke on the door, which means you can't run it. So I've been round and round with Whirlpool, and, and they've told me that not only do they not have replacement parts, they can't even give me a part number where I can, like, check around and see if anybody else just has happens to have one so do you have any suggestions how old is it 11 11 years old there's a place in pearl um uh, a1 appliance he usually has a bunch of just older parts and stuff you can try calling him um and there's another place over in um jackson off of galvin street called first source serval that's two places that you should be able to find something. They ought to, have, you know, 11 years old, they ought to have a replacement part. All right, we appreciate the call. That'll round us up for today. Great job, guys. Uh, Timmy, thanks for coming in, man. Really yes, enjoyed sir. it. Dale, great job as yes. always. Fix It 101 is a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting Think Radio, and it's funded by the generous contributions from listeners like you. Our show today produced by Java Chapman. Our call screener uh, was, uh, I can't, I don't know what you're saying.
Oh, the intern Patrick Price for Del Moore and Timmy McClendon. I'm Jay White. Stay tuned. Everyday Tech is coming up next. And join us next Wednesday with the full regular crew in the house at 9 a.m. for Fix It 101 right here on Think Radio.